0: I was my the peak of my fitness so I was super lean I was you're talking about a girl who's at the time I was like 125 pounds and I was leg pressing 600 pounds like I was I was jacked like I was just huge you know so I thought I was like well I'm so healthy like why do I feel like absolute crap
1: what's up self healers it's your girl chris here to remind you again and again that you are your own healer that everything you need to heal to grow to thrive is within you in this episode i'm speaking to illy zanelli also known as on instagram health illy who's killing it by the way always updating you on ways to take care of yourself from a holistic approach and this is something that we really talk about in this episode a lot is taking care of yourself in a multitude of ways instead of in one way like the one way that everyone looks at is I want to be skinny I want six-pack abs well what good are those six-pack abs if you are crying to yourself to sleep at night like for real also we talk about the negative effects of the birth control pill. Her personal experience was anxiety, acne, and how she overcame that. And then she gives you a lot of good tips on how to start your healing process in easy, simple steps. Not just diving in and making this huge grand gesture, but little habits that you can do to start taking care of yourself from a holistic approach she's also funny as hell so you're definitely going to crack up you're going to hear me laughing a lot in this interview because she's hilarious so you know the deal before we start take in a nice deep cleansing breath in through the nose from the belly exhaling any bullshit from the day from the week from the month from the year just let it all go and let's meet our self healer <laughs> you would jump on like that
0: <laughs> <laughs> obvi What's oh, this up, is good girl? i hope my setup is okay it's perfect you it's... actually see my my head you look big beautiful. ass head doesn't fit in the screen <laughs> you're all about them braids lately i have no other choice it's come to this point i've it took me 26 years to learn how to do it and i'm not going back
1: <laughs> <laughs> why did you start doing it just because you want
0: i just i was bored and i was just like you know there, what skill haven't i learned yet and i'm like let's braid my hair so i just went on youtube like googled how to braid hair and then period i literally have not been not in a braid for maybe two weeks so it just it helps me especially when i work out like i hate when my first off i hate my hair in a ponytail so i was like what else can i do braid so i had to learn and then i just hate when my hair sticks to the back of my neck so this is like my best mm-hmm. option without giving myself like a ponytail headache
1: and it looks good too girl you know
0: i'm trying my best i think every day i get a little better so <laughs> progress progress no big deal
1: <laughs> so I invited Illy on the show because we used to like message each other back and forth, back in like the day. Days. Like at all. About, <laughs> about like um just like holistic lifestyle, healing, mm-hmm. anxiety, all that stuff. And then just watching
0: you grow to where you are now, it's like, whoa! You know, such too, a long. Because it's been a crazy. It's honestly been. I was literally just thinking about that today because I was like. I wish I recorded myself more when my mindset was like bodybuilding, chicken and broccoli, protein shake. Like, that's what I thought being healthy was to like where I am now, where like I literally haven't weighed myself in, in, I don't even, months, years, you know? I don't even know how much I weigh. Like, if someone asked me, like, put a gun to my head and was like, tell me how much you weigh accurately, the last day of my life. Because I would have <laughs> literally no clue. Like, I, I just, it's like when you start to change that mindset over time and you start to really open up, you realize that health is just so much more than how you look. Like, yeah, I had six pack abs, but like, I felt like basura, you know? (laughs) Okay. So what, what
1: prompted it like that change? Because I mean, there's gotta be some kind of turning point where you were like, I can't, like this is this is not fulfilling to me anymore just working on my my physical like my body and
0: yeah so shockingly enough that wasn't even like the physical aspect wasn't even important to me until I changed. well let's let's uh, let me try to put this into a better perspective so I was a personal trainer that's that was what my career was I worked at Equinox I worked at Lifetime Athletic I worked at a bunch of gyms And I got my certification. I'm NASM certified. So I really was like, oh, I know everything of what it means to be healthy. Like, hire me, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But even before that, I suffered from really bad acne, which, like, I posted my whole, like, acne journey. And it was just, like, bad cystic acne. I had, like, I've always never really had a lot of energy. I know, although people meet me, they think I'm, like, the most energetic human being on Earth. Yeah, But I really, like, I always feel like it's like that type of like weakness that you feel like you can't even make like a strong fist. Like I just felt always fatigued, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I guess when I first was kind of realizing that about myself and then I was also getting my period and my period wasn't, and whoever's watching this TMI, but I, I either had super heavy painful periods or I had nothing at all. It was like no in between, um, to the point where I was going to the hospital, like, for mm-hmm. cramps and I'm like this and they're but then you crazy. talk to people and they're like, Oh, it's normal, I get those too. And I'm like, Okay, like, I get that. People don't believe cool. me when I'm like,
1: you're not supposed to PMS like this. It's not normal.
0: Yeah, you and know? it's like when you talk to so many people and they're all like, Oh yeah, I get painful periods too, like it's not a big deal, it's normal. Then you just think like, Okay, like this is just what we have to deal with as humans. So whatever, I went on the birth control pill and I thought that was like the answer to all my problems, but mm my skin of course cleared up to the point where where i thought it was bad that anything was you know better than that so eventually when i just started to feel my worst which was i guess so i was on the pill for about like seven years so the last two years Uh of me being on the pill was probably the worst years literally ever i was not only in like a terrible abusive relationship i Mm. was my the peak of my fitness so I was super lean I was you're talking about a girl who's at the time I was like 125 pounds and I was leg pressing 600 pounds like I was I was jacked like I was just huge you know so I thought I was like well I'm so healthy like why do I feel like absolute crap Like I really had no clue and I would never put two and two together and think oh maybe my birth control has something to do with that Mm-hmm. I would never because I'm I'm thinking here like my doctor would never give me something that would make me feel like crap. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: So eventually I just kinda of, something something in me, I don't there wasn't like a period in time, it was just kind of feeling like crap for so long. And on top of that, I had serious depression. Okay. I was in an abusive relationship. Okay. I looked amazing. So on the outside I was like this is when I had like 10,000 followers on Instagram. I was doing photo shoots left and right. That's like pretty much how people remember me. Um, And, but I I never saw
1: that side of you. I I I just, yeah, I
0: just, I wanted to, I wanted to have this perfect persona of, I look amazing. I'm doing photo shoots. I'm meeting all these people. I have so many followers. I'm like the elite fit Albanian fitness girl that everyone should follow me. While I felt like the worst I've ever felt. I suffered from, I was having panic attacks. Oh, wow. on a daily basis like to the point where i couldn't breathe i was literally depressed so working out was like my only outlet you know so i worked out to the point where i'm pushing my joints and my muscles to like i couldn't anymore so eventually i just started to crumble and i was like there has to be something else because i was talking to doctors and doctors are like you're healthy look at you you know <laughs> look at you you look great your blood works perfect I'm no, like, but mm-hmm. i feel like crap so I eventually just started to widen my horizon a bit. I ended up getting off Instagram, so that's how I ended up with this Instagram now. So uh, I deleted so it was everything. was a different Instagram that you had. Completely different Instagram that I had. Yeah. So I deleted everything. Broke up with my ex, and I just and then on top of that, I got off birth control because that was just like, without anything, I was like, I just need to. I needed a fresh start from everything that I was on, mm. everything, I, everything I was doing. It was just like my fresh slate kind of and then that's when I prompted
1: you to get rid of the the birth
0: control. No, it wasn't like oh I read something and then that's what I wanted to do it was just something in me that was like it's like I don't know you kind of get like that ick where you kind of just want to take everything off and you're just like get off me that's literally Mm -hmm. how I felt I was like I need to I need to stop whatever I'm doing right now because it's leading me down this path that I just don't like like this isn't me my friends don't recognize me my family doesn't recognize Mm -hmm. who I am you know and then once i got off birth control which was like about two or three months before i actually went through like a huge breakup it's the clearest i ever felt in my entire life it was literally like a cloud lifted i don't i can't explain it any other way but a cloud literally lifted and that's kind of when i just drove right into my health journey i mean my skin was crap after that because we all know like birth control makes that worse but yeah my my mental state was the clearest it's ever been and that's why i was like okay holy crap i need to i need to really dive into whatever i'm feeling right now and mm-hmm. find something else that i could do you oh know? wow that was like the door that opened your life to legit because oh, those last two years i've been on almost every type of birth control that you could think of like i've been on the nuva ring I've tried IUDs my body rejected all of it oh god IUDs. Like, it came right out of my body I had to go get them like removed from the doctor because I had infections I was having a t- like panic attacks I was getting like all types of again TMI rashes and things my body hated them it's so crazy. then they put me on all different types of pills hated all of them it was just oh my god it was terrible but yeah I've literally tried everything and I just had these adverse reactions where it's either I was having panic attacks i was having chronic migraines every single one was like what set of symptoms am i gonna get this time like it's like a lottery like i had no idea so i just said i'm done like i'm done feeling like this
1: that's the thing it's like with things like that or or just medication in general you're like giving up one set of symptoms to have another set of symptoms literally so it's like you have to figure out what the root cause is and there's not just Mm -hmm. one answer you gotta you gotta really dig and figure out all areas of your life. Like, is this area healthy? This relationship, work, mm-hmm. sleep. You know. So yeah, what did the transition look like for
0: you? Like, when you stopped the birth control, did you immediately feel better, or was it over time? No, when I, like, I kid you not, within a week or two, I mentally felt better. My body mm-hmm. was, what's happening? You know. So once I got off i obviously now i'm like clear-headed my anxiety attacks and this is how i knew it wasn't just my relationship i was in because like i at first i was like oh maybe i'm having anxiety because i'm in this terrible place you know romantically with somebody but as soon as i got off birth control my anxiety attacks like slowly started dwindling so i wasn't having them Mm -hmm. as frequently and if i was getting them it was because something like physically triggered it not just because of like my mind racing and, you know, going 100 miles a minute it was just it slowly started to kind of taper off. Um, but then my skin got 10 times worse because obviously that was my issue before birth control. So that's going to be your issue after a lot of people aren't very lucky where it, it ends up curing their acne. That wasn't the case for me. I had acne prior to birth control and I had acne after that's just how I thought it was always going to be. Um, so my acne was bad. I had no period for five months. Wow! Not a single drop, nothing, not even a cramp. I had not. I had zero period. It was absolutely gone. So that's when I started kind of following people that I thought could help. So I started getting into you know like Dr. Jolene Bryant, who has um, her Jolene Brighton, who has her Beyond the Pill book. So I ordered that. His follow started following people like Dr. G and all these like holistic health coaches. I had no idea what to expect, but I was like, you know what? I feel like they're onto something. So I'm gonna follow and see what happens. So I ordered her book, and it was kind of like you breaking up with the pill. And I tell this to everybody that is curious, because I'm like, look, I'm not a professional. I just, I just snapped and did it. I took no preparation at all. So. Mm-hmm. I got her book and it kind of like gave you steps on like vitamins to take supplements to take like what it actually does to your body and what to expect when you get off. So I was like, all right, well, I'm already at like month three at this point, my acne is terrible, all these things. So I kind of go into depth on my, like my YouTube, but I essentially got a really good esthetician. Um, I didn't, I went to a dermatologist and it was a total fail because they just wanted to put me on like steroids and antibiotics. So I was like, not doing that. Um, but yeah so eventually just from changing my diet so i'm you know i mostly share what i eat but uh for the most part i'm eating way more vegetables than i ever eat before i used to be like allergic to vegetables self-diagnosed <laughs> um but i eat like pizza burgers you know chicken protein yes, like so- whey protein shakes when your girl here is like allergic to whey like for real yeah so once my acne was really bad you know no one's trying to like chill with bad acne so that was like my confidence was really low i got out of a breakup so i'm like oh my yeah, god no one's gonna want me without my uh-huh. friends know uh-huh. i was like crying about how bad my skin was but
1: it's hard yeah. and anyway, anyway, now I'm like thriving. a little a little fit of acne at one point when i was on birth control but this was years ago yeah. and i was miserable you get miserable because your your face changes yeah, it's it's, literally, it's,
0: it's, and it's like, even when you put on makeup, like, you see it, like, you, see and you the feel like everyone's gonna just, look at just that. Yeah, know? and it's so hard because then you have your friends and they're like, you're beautiful regardless. Like, okay, I know, but I don't <laughs> want acne, so let me live, you know, <laughs> they try to like cheer you up and then what are you gonna do at that point you know but yeah so I read her book and then I started really getting getting into like that holistic lifestyle eat a lot of vegetables did all that and then so my diet was really the core of everything and this I'm telling, like during this whole time I wasn't even working out because I just my my anxiety and like my depression was so through the roof that I just wasn't even bothering working out or doing anything so my, I did not care about how I looked physically at this point. I just wanted to make myself feel better and not be so fatigued, not always be so, like, anxious and sad all the time. Like, I just wanted to feel better. So this whole period, I was not working out. This is, like, my literally clean state, slate where I was, like, how can I restart my fitness journey literally by having, like, a solid foundation and then working from there. And that's kind of how, like, the – healthily brand like began cool. and sprouted but yeah that was pretty much how I like got over that hump but it was definitely diet is the biggest thing And I know no one wants to hear that but it's a mindset like when you feel like crap and you're not prioritizing your sleep and you're not prioritizing your health yeah cookies and ice cream sound very satisfying at all times you know but when you put yeah. your health above everything else and feeling good above everything else it's easier to make healthier choices, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of what I lived with. What What do you think? Like in the beginning, when you were so
1: focused on your like outer appearance, where do you think that started from? Because a lot of us think that's the most important, you know. Until you start feeling like shit, and you're like, Yeah, that's uh, big. Where do you think it started for you? Like, why do you think? Yeah, you got that's so
0: big obsessed with like being so in shape and like so fit it's, like fit for life i don't know i just um i wasn't always so growing up i wasn't always like i'm not about to go into a story it's like i always got made fun of i was i was a skinny girl i was always very skinny i was like that skinny fat where i would always be like oh i could eat like four pizzas and not gain a pound and i thought that was like give me an award or something yeah. <laughs> you know like that's now i look at people like that and i'm like honey, your insides are screaming. But yeah. yeah, that's like kind of like my mindset. I never thought it would catch like now I'm I'm going to be 27. I know I look 13, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> so that was always just my mindset. And then I remember when Instagram started and you see all these girls who are like in super good shape and you're just like, wow. And then all the girls in high school who have like big boobs and like skinny waists and like kind of at like the skinny abs. And they always got the boys, and they're always just so popular and things like that. I was never, like, the most mm-hmm. popular at my high school or anything. I kind of got along with everybody, but I wasn't, like, miss popularity either. Yeah, so I think especially growing up in an Albanian household, where you're always being compared to the mm-hmm. next girl and to the next noosa or anything, you know? It it does take a toll on you. And some people, they they go to Botox. Some people go to, like always coloring their hair like however you decide to cope with that type of comparison from a very very young age mine i think just happened to be fitness where i was like oh this is an outlet for me oh and it's healthy but there's boundaries for everything you know so you can be too obsessed with being healthy and too obsessed with being fit or in shape like it's it's possible just like you could be too obsessed with drugs and alcohol like it's the same type of obsession that you don't even realize it's happening especially on the healthier end like definitely i think if you know you're an alcoholic like you feel a certain way but when i am working out i was like oh so yes, i'm releasing endorphins and i have abs and i look perfect and all these people are like oh my god i wish i had your abs it further you know pushes that narrative that you're healthy and you're great and people love you and people admire you, that you know? validation,
1: so, yeah
0: that, that that instant validation especially especially from social media so yeah. You know, and then of course, when you when your body starts looking better, you know, then people are like, "Oh, you're gonna marry my son one day or you know you start to get that. <laughs> that's, all it' is so aunties. big Albanian Albania. aunties at the dar, so I'm like, you're gonna you put you with my son. I'm like, you know <laughs> It's not anymore, culture. but yeah, that's just how it is. So I think everyone has a different way of coping. Mine just happened to be fitness and I also always had a passion for like learning. Like I went to I went to college and my minor was in psych because I was obsessed with like the human brain and how it works and how we just deal with everything. So my my coping mechanism just happened to be fitness and I mean it works. It worked for a while. I was in very good shape, but it just got to this point where I was like, I'm doing too much. I'm working out seven days a week, no breaks. I'm also a personal trainer, so on top of me working out I'm also working out with my clients so I was just doing so much all the time and then I'm I'm eating like this much chicken and then like this much vegetables and then 14 protein shakes a day and I'm trying to be a bodybuilder mm-hmm. and I'm like 2% body fat like I'm just what am I doing you know but then you have when you get into that realm of bodybuilding which I was, I was literally in that, that vicinity of being around bodybuilders And some of the best at that, if you start to feel that validation of like, oh, wow, you're so skinny, you're so thin, you look great, you're so muscular and blah, 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 blah. And then you don't even, you don't even sit, you don't even take a second to sit and connect with yourself and be like, do I actually feel good? Like, I know I look good, but do I feel good? So it was definitely that rude awakening for myself where I was like, I feel like garbage and i need even though i have abs like i don't have abs right now like yes i have like a little bit but i feel so much better now than i've ever looked in like literally my 27 years of being alive
1: and sometimes it takes unfortunately it takes us hitting like rock bottom with our health to realize Mm. you know like maybe i'm not that healthy or like this area of my life i've been neglecting for so long or i don't even know who i am or whatever it is that you realize that's where your journey started so like our mess or our message is in our mess so like you mm. use that as a coping mechanism and it kind of led you to not dealing with other underlying issues and now that's like your thing now you're using yeah. fitness but you're expressing it in a more of a holistic point of view yeah
0: yeah exactly like that's my whole brand and like It took me a long time to figure that out because I've been doing that I've been a trainer I've been in fitness for six years now so I've been doing it a long time literally my whole 20s I've been a trainer you know it's all I've known and I kind of want to like go back and slap myself in the face for all the times I've told clients what they should or shouldn't be eating based on what like based on what like what knowledge did I have that you should be eating this four times a day or, you know, and I cringe now at like what I really used to tell my clients back in the day when now when people ask me a question like, oh, like, how do I do this? I'm like, okay, well, how's your sleep? Like, are you like, <laughs> do you enjoy the gym? You know, if you don't enjoy the gym, just make sure you're moving for 30 minutes. Like you don't have to lift heavy weights like I do. Although that's great. There's, you know, there's different science for building muscle. But if you're not at that point right now, you know, I was telling clients like you have to lift weights, up and down, deadlifts, squat all the time, and and they're like, I hate this, I literally hate this, and it's not effective. Like you need to work with your boundaries of where you are right now. Like if you're a mom and you have four kids and one is still in your stomach, and then you have another child, and you're like, okay, but I still want to be healthy. I'm not gonna tell you, okay, well you have you have to wait till the baby's born so you can lift weights, like what There's plenty you could do right now you just need to figure out what works for you you know Mm -hmm. so everyone's at a different point and i just thought my best opportunity was lifting as heavy as i can and eating chicken and broccoli and then 12 protein shakes a day and that was that was health back old illy that was health that was the optimal health (laughs) no
1: I mean, now you understand that it's all yeah. a holistic perspective and to look into all these different areas of your life and not just it's not one track thing.
0: Yeah, totally. It's not it's not as simple as I thought it was. It's not as mm-hmm. simple as tracking your calorie. I don't even do that. Like when people are mm-hmm. like, How many calories? I don't I do not count a single calorie because to me right now where I'm at is it's just not important for me to do that you know? So I, I, I'm not going to check, you know, obviously I'm not trying to eat 3000 calories a day either, but when you're eating healthier foods, you're more focused on the nutrients that you're getting. than,
1: Yeah. Oh, this is a hundred
0: calories, but it's four Oreos.
1: <laughs> They're vegan though. <laughs> They're vegan though.
0: Facts. They are vegan.
1: <laughs> That's another thing for everyone out there. Just because something says gluten-free or vegan doesn't mean it's healthy
0: that was like the biggest thing that was like the biggest aha moment for me is because I would just check the front of a box and I'd be like mm-hmm. oh this looks good it says vegan keto gluten-free and then I look on the back and it's like corn syrup and you're like what <laughs> although that is vegan it's crap you know it's crap mm-hmm. for you but mm-hmm. yeah my my whole my whole journey has just it's still in the process like I'm never not going to be a student when it comes to this because things are always coming up like you know like you're you're good and the next thing you know you get like a full blowout of like because i get eczema and i get dermatitis on my scalp so mm. i know that when i f up my scalp is going to go haywire on me
1: yes me too we know that uh-huh it's a message like if it's you're literally if you something and whatever response you have pay attention
0: to that yeah know? and that was that was honestly it's ugh if I could like get anything tattooed on my forehead, it would be everything is connected. Because Mm -hmm. I don't think people realize, like when you have acne, it's not like, oh, I mean, it could be, but most of the time it's not. If you have like bad acne like I had, you're like, oh, maybe it's that that potato chip I had the other day. It could literally be the 500 things going on in your body. Like it could literally be that. Or when I wasn't getting a period and I was like, oh my God, every girl's dream to not have a period if you never get a period that could be a way worse condition and also if you have a super heavy period it could be a way worse condition so for women to talk to each other and normalize these things is dangerous for us because i went years thinking that my heavy periods were normal when they weren't literally at all so and it's hard and this is another thing and it's hard especially living in a very albanian household yeah your parent your mom doesn't talk to you about this stuff your dad doesn't talk to you about this stuff so who are you gonna learn this stuff from you know who are you gonna learn about your period from yeah you know you just get in there like here's the pad enjoy yourself you're like where do i stick this on my head like (laughs) i don't know you know what i mean so for me i had to learn everything pretty much and it's crazy my mom was born here my dad was born over there but my mom was raised with very like um she has otb parents like my grandparents were otb so Mm -hmm. she was raised in that very old school mindset where when i wanted to go get the pill she's like oh my god you're having sex and i'm like no i just (laughs) my period's bad i don't know what else to do like i don't have another option do you have another option you know like we don't know like we really never were taught these things so when i thought oh my period's bad she's like oh every every girl gets it like that you'll be fine okay (laughs)
1: Shit. <laughs> that's like I feel like everyone thought that until recently, the past I don't know how many years, five, ten years, now these things are coming out and people are speaking up and social media is being used to talk about these things and how yeah. we can heal without the first thing we go to is a pill. Mm. You know. Yeah,
0: that's it's hard for, it's even hard for me because I'm I'm extremely uh I'm more like rated PG on my Instagram, but on Twitter I really speak my mind because I don't care, but whenever I speak about periods, you, I always get people who are so defensive of birth control and their irregular periods. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame them because I was there. Like I literally sure. thought having a heavy, painful period that left me crippled in bed for two days, was normal. I'm like, oh, this mm-hmm. is just the basic up oh, that time of the month again. Let me get my heating pad and water bottle and call it a day because i'm just gonna be in bed for the rest of the week you know like i really thought that was normal so i don't blame people for not being able to envision a painless period that's that's normal like and ever since i've changed like my health around my periods are literally 90 percent less painful than like they literally just come and i'm like oh hey how you doing like here we are. Let's start the month again. Like they're fine, you know, and that's how it should be. And I never thought in a million years that my period would ever be like that. But that's what comes when your body starts sinking and everything's back in line. Like you're not going to have these anxiety attacks. You're not going to feel super depressed. You're not going to feel fatigued, lethargic, you know, your, your skin's going to be glowy. That's just what happens because everything is literally connected. When you start to fix one thing, four Mm -hmm. other things that you didn't know you had wrong with you are now fixed too. So you're like, Oh shit. It's like a three for one deal. Yeah.
1: So what do you feel like you could tell people who are on birth control? And there's someone who asked a question actually, who said they're in a relationship and if they want to get off birth control, what's your advice to that? Because,
0: Oh yeah. This is, this is a, touchy subject because yeah. I I wasn't on I wasn't on birth control and I'm in a very happy one-year relationship now so um, it's I think it's your it's your body right at the end of the day so if you have a partner that's not on board with you not being on birth control then that's probably not the person for you because it's your body and you you should decide what you think is best right mm-hmm. like That's really what I think about everything. So if you know enough about how the female body works, like let's put this into perspective. We ovulate once a month, right? If you are ovulating, we don't know, right? We don't even know if you are because everyone just assumes every woman ovulates, but that's not always the case. And you can get checked for like your ovulation window and all these things. There's apps that check ovulation, like temp drop and things like that. So there are apps to track. You could use something like natural cycles, which I always suggest women to get. It's literally a um, thermometer because your temperature rises when you are ovulating. So that means that one time a month. So mind you, you're on a pill 29 days out of the month or pretty much every day out of the month, except one day just to prevent one day of potentially being able to get pregnant, potentially. so understanding how your cycle works because now that now that i've been offered i've been off the pill for two years now so once you get off you start to see how your body works so right after you get your period it's like springtime you know your body's wakening up you feel very like happy and you that's the most energy so that's probably when i get my the most my best workouts honestly and then you hit ovulation. So ovulation is like summertime. It's like everyone's out and ready to go. That's when your body's going to be you're going to be the horniest, you know, you're going to want to be jumping all over your partner. But you know these things and it's to it's that's just how our body works. Our body wants to get pregnant. Where whatever you believe about women's bodies, unfortunately the way we are wired is to have babies, okay? Our bodies mm. want to get pregnant. So you're going to feel all those feelings during the whole phase of your cycle. Then after ovulation is when your body, it's gonna be more like fall time. So your body starts to wind down. You start to get a little bit more tired. And this is a normal functioning period. Like this is just how it should be. And then of course you get your period and that's winter time, no fun in that zone. This is also why I hate winter, winter just sucks. So when when you know all these things, you can follow, when you know your ovulation, so you follow an app like Temp Drop. Or natural cycles and it tracks your ovulation and you know for sure then you can either do good old pull out method and you and your partner trust each other enough to do that or you just use protection or some people go the full route of abstaining completely so it's really what works for you guys as a couple and it's just about empowering yourself enough to learn about your cycle and what kind of God has given you or the universe whatever you believe in And how it's supposed to work like you're not gonna get pregnant any day of the week it just doesn't work like that and people really think that people think that you could just have sex on a random Tuesday and next thing you know you're pregnant people not everyone gets pregnant one that easily and two there is a whole week you want to abstain about four days prior to ovulation since sperm has a lifespan of about four days So Mm -hmm. there's about five days that you want to be the safest right before your ovulation. So when you know those things, unless you guys are like two bunnies and you can't keep yourselves off each other for literally five days, or you don't know you don't want to use a condom or you, you have terrible pullout method, then maybe birth control is the best thing for you. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but there are so many options. I've been doing it for two years and no, this is not a baby reveal. So we're chilling. (laughs) <laughs> so I hope that answered whoever's question it was because it is I trust me when you're in sync with your body and you're just in your womanhood it is very simple to figure out all that and take the best safety precautions between you and your partner so that's what I think I love that. amazing.
1: <laughs> I love that you compared the phases to seasons that's literally also- how it is, though
0: like you're going to be the most energetic right after your period because you're like, whoo, it's gone. Like, how do we feel in spring? We feel like we are We are nature. Like, whether people yeah. want to deny it or not,
1: we, we are. are
0: freaking nature. So that's... You ever, you have you compare ever compared... To- literally anything in the body to nature. Mhm. Have you ever compared it to moon cycles? Yeah, so, like, you can... You get your peer You should get your period around the full moon, or that's how it should be. Like to sync your cycle with the moon. Like I've heard people literally call it just like a moon cycle, where you're like, oh, it's a full moon and the bleeding. Perfect timing. Like we're like we're, we're like werewolves or something.
1: Yeah, I I just discovered. Kind of crazy.
0: <laughs> I think I get mine on the full moon. I get mine the first the first week of every month. So now everybody knows you're welcome But yeah so I think <laughs> time. I think mine syncs up I'm not sure when the first full moon is but yeah like essentially we are in nature like that's why you're not your 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 digestion is actually the strongest when the Sun is out so that's why like I'm personally not a big fan of like intermittent fasting because when people well it depends when you do it but if your first meal isn't when the Sun is out mm. you may just really hurt your gut that way but yeah we're nature like you're not supposed to eat late at night just like you're not supposed to water plants at night because they're sleeping they're chilling we water them in the morning when the sun's out that's why we drink and eat when the sun's out it's like literally the same exact thing so we're nature at the the very least we are the same thing we are one yeah that's the
1: the whole idea of circadian rhythms like going to Mm -hmm. sleep when the sun goes down and waking up when the sun comes up it's hard yeah (laughs) yeah so for people who just want to jump into this like holistic lifestyle because a lot of what you said the biggest thing that I got out of it is that awareness is everything like paying attention to your habits or the things that are hurting you like if anything's bothering you in your body or your mind or just paying attention to how you're living if something is yeah. bothering you not to accept that that's normal you know a lot of people are just like oh I feel painful like I feel pain when I wake up in the morning my back hurts all the time um, I have acid reflux but it's normal I'll just take a pill and I'll be fine mm-hmm so where do you think people should start or could start if you had any advice
0: on a holistic journey ooh, okay I think Ooh, that's a tough one um it's i mean it's different for everybody of course because we're all different depending on what your main issue is but i think it's always safe to start with your gut it's always safe to start there you know so there's like a few things i guess like you have to look at what you're lacking or and what you could do more of so people we love we love diet culture like not we me Mm -hmm. and you but like just people love this idea of like I get to take all these things out of my diet and just eat these four things or whatever the case may be people love torturing themselves you know they really do like it's crazy because when I first started my like health journey the only thing I really stopped doing was taking the pill but everything to me was about adding things to my life that I, wa- that I wasn't already doing
1: I love that you know
0: if I wasn't exercising I'm going to start with 10 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, and, and also getting rid of this, like all or nothing mentality of like, okay, I need to start like this 30 day challenge. Like, you don't need to start that. You could just go for a walk if you're not already yeah. doing that, you know, And if you're already going for walks, okay, how can I make this walk more intense? Maybe I'll go up that way that has a hill. Work with what, like what you got and what you have right now, because, when you try to some people work really well under pressure i'm one of those people mm-hmm. where i work really well in like those all or nothing environments where i like i like i stopped everything to start my new journey some people are like that and that's great if you're able to keep it up but what i see a lot of people doing is they start something like that and then they can't keep doing it for a year or two years i've mm-hmm. literally been doing this for for two years non-stop why because it was little things every single day or every single month. That's how it started for me. I wasn't just jumping into something and I'm like, all right, I need to take everything out of my, I need to get rid of all my clean makeup and replace it with new stuff. And then all my, I have to get rid of my water and this. And I, no, I just started with one thing at a time. And I was like, okay, I could start with my bathroom and get rid of, you know, my crappy toothpaste. All right, I'm gonna add this toothpaste. Cool, nice. All right, maybe i could add guasha into my routine okay cool maybe i could add a 30-minute walk every day into my routine and every day is going to be different like you don't have to do the same thing every single day if it doesn't work for your schedule people need to work within the environment that they've been given at that point you know so i think that's the easiest thing when people want to start this health journey and they come to me for advice i'm always like look sit Take a minute and see what you're not doing already that you could add. You know, are you going to bed at four o'clock in the morning? Let's try three. Let's see what we do with that. You know, little, and then little. slowly work your way up. You don't have to be like. I know people are like, I'm gonna wake up at five a.m. tomorrow, and then every other day they've been waking up at one o'clock. You're gonna have the worst time. Mm-hmm. The worst time. So, work within your parameters and just start there. There, this isn't a race any the good thing about health is even adding one thing can dramatically change your health like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's as simple as if you just want to this month like pick a theme of the month this month i'm going to prioritize my sleep okay cool set a reminder and every night you're going to go to bed an hour or 30 minutes earlier than you normally do and that's your goal that's just your goal for that month you don't have to do you have to change a single thing but from that one sleep that better sleep you might realize You're not craving junk anymore. You have more energy for exercise, you know? It trickles into
1: other areas. It trickles
0: into other things that you don't even realize. Like, there's days I wake up after a great sleep and I'm like, I want to do sprints outside. I don't sprint, okay? That's the (laughs) first rule of me. I don't. I don't do it. But there's some days where I'm like, holy shit, I want to freaking go for a sprint today. And then I do it. (laughs) And that's because that's what my body feels like doing because I prioritized other parts of my life. Mm-hmm. So everything trickles down. And that's why I say everything's so connected because when you change one thing, you end up changing four other things that you didn't even care to change or know you wanted to change or anything. And it's just, it, that's why I love this because even one thing is such a big difference. And I always tell people that one thing makes such a big difference difference i'm gonna tattoo
1: that one too yeah your answer <laughs> was so amazing for two reasons one when people want to start a health journey or they want to improve some area of their life they're looking at it like this huge mountain they have to climb mm-hmm. when it's just little hills that they have to mm-hmm. keep going over and yeah. then two the, the importance of like awareness and paying attention instead of just being on autopilot all the time and just like Zombie through life.
0: Yeah, this is my day.
1: So like for me, if I go to sleep at like four in the morning, I'm going to crave sugars the next day. I'm going to crave all these foods that are unhealthy for me. And I didn't know that until I started observing my relationship with food and I started Mm -hmm. observing my life. So for those of you listening, those two things, like you don't have to tackle this huge task. It doesn't have to be a huge task. Just little things here and there. And you'll see over time, like once you see, you get a little taste of that, like health, you're like, oh my God, like I don't want to go back. And then you'll just mm-hmm. keep trying new things. And then yeah. paying attention, just observe your life, observe what's happening so you can make changes. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think about that all the time because there, how many days, and I, anyone can just think about this for a second, but how many days do you go just through your routine? and you don't even think twice about it. You mm-hmm. wake up, you make your coffee, you walk the dog, I don't freaking know, walk your cat, walk your hamster, you come back inside, get ready for work, go to work, come back to like, it's just like, N-n-n-n-n. and then you, then you eat all this crap in between and you remember what you ate because you just you were eating it, yeah. you know? So when we actually take time, and this is why journaling is so important and people are like, yeah. I'm not gonna sit and write in a journal, then don't, but if you do, it's ten times better because you're actually mm. looking at like, hmm, what the what the hell did I even do today? Mm. Like I feel like that. There's so many days that I feel like that. I'm like, what did I even do today? Like really, mm. what yeah. did I even eat? What was I even grateful for? <laughs> but when you actually sit and you're like, wow, I actually did this and I did that, and then you could think for the next day, wow, I really actually really like that I did this ten minute walk today. I think I'm gonna do that tomorrow and go like a different route. You know, like you really start to this felt really good i think i want to do it again and then that's how you start to form healthier habits Mm -hmm. you don't have to think twice about because you're like oh this is a great thing that i'm doing and i really like how how i do this and when i do this so i'm going to keep doing it you know instead of doing all these monotonous things every single day and we're like this sucks and this sucks like it's little things It's, it's i tell people also like people are like i don't want to give up coffee i'm not ready to give up coffee you know which coffee is good for you it has great antioxidants um but it's the crap that we put in coffee it's the Uh coffee is highly sprayed with yeah not yeah coffee is highly sprayed with pesticides so maybe you love your coffee try to find an organic brand or maybe maybe stop drinking from freaking Starbucks because God knows what's in that thing you know so if there's something you really love just try to make it better you know if you really love Mm -hmm. your skincare routine use better products you know if you really love sleep make your sleep 10 times better sleep with a sleeping mask sleep with blackout curtains you know do a meditation before sleep then you're really gonna love sleep you know because then it really feels good so find what you like keep doing it and then try to make other things that are not serving you even better you know tweak them facts do you have um like a morning routine set yeah it's so funny because matt finds it so annoying because he's like can we just i'm like no i can't just get up and do what you want to do i need to do i need to do my routine honey but yeah so i pretty much i'm like the opposite i do all my meditation and journaling at night Mm mm-hmm because I'm more of like a reflective person. Like in the morning, I'm kind of just like, I'm I'm like, I'm ready for the day. So in the morning I always fix my bed. I think that's so important Mm because you come into a room and it's just like nice and clean. And my mom would laugh at me right now because she'd be like, you were literally the biggest slob when you lived at my house. But (laughs) now I don't know what's gotten over me. I have to have like a clean everything. So Mm -hmm. clean room, I open up the freaking blinds and the windows and I get fresh air in. Go into the bathroom brush i do my tongue scraping which is like a new thing i don't know if um chelsea haynes is on here but she got me into tongue scraping with my metal scraper mm-hmm. that was cracked so that's something that i started doing it's like ayurveda mm-hmm. type of thing so i do that it's kind of gross he hates it because he looks at that he's like that's not gonna ask me i'm like i gotta do it <laughs> it's part of my routine And then I go downstairs, of course, I have my lemon water. I try to move a little bit, go outside if it's nice out. So that's like my, I'm like a slow starter to the day where I just wanna like get everything nice and organized, get outside and then I could begin whatever I'd plan, whether it's recording or working out, whatever the case may be. So that's my morning routine. And then my night routine is more like journal I do my meditation. I do a nice soak bath and Epsom salt or whatever. And that's my wind down. So,
1: yeah. yeah. Everyone should have a wind down before bed because a lot of us are like watching TV or looking at our phones and then you think you're you're sleeping well because you go to sleep at like, I don't know what time, midnight and you wake up at eight, but you're not having a good quality sleep
0: yeah like think about how i mean now i'm reading this book by ben greenfield called boundless highly recommend but he talks about um how overly stimulated we are just as a as a species because you know we Mm -hmm. wake up and we automatically check our phones when before you would just wake up when the sun would come up you know um wake up or check our phones and we're eating breakfast while we're making breakfast while checking our phones we're eating while checking our phones and we go and watch Netflix while checking our phones like I sometimes I like I've gotten so much better at it trust me but it's so it really is an addiction and it's so bad because if you're constantly on and you're constantly stimulated and you're constantly thinking about stuff when people are like oh I'm gonna go relax and they're relaxing on the couch with their phone. You're not relaxing. Mm-hmm. Your mind is going a million miles a minute. You're just yeah. not thinking about anything productive because you're looking at TikToks, guilty, but that's, that's, that's you all day, you know? So really finding time, and this has been a priority for me lately, now that it's nice you're out, really finding time to sit outside, put my phone down and just yeah. listen to freaking birds. Like I I didn't even realize we had birds until I actually started paying attention. I was like, oh shit, there's birds over here, you know? Like, <laughs> holy crap, we need to get off our phones. Like, relaxing is not this for real. on our phone just because you're laying down, you know? Which we're overly stimulated. So that's one thing. If people can do that at least an hour a day, get outside when it's nice. If you're gonna go for a walk, leave your phone in the house, you know? Mhm.
1: So I have one last question, because we have like eight minutes left. If you could Got go it. back to your younger self and give her any advice, what would it be?
0: Oh, right in the head. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, oh God, what would that be? Oh. Honestly, honestly, I don't even think this has to do with like health really, or like my health journey, but literally, don't listen to anybody what anybody has to say about you or your health because i could have been personally i could have been doing this years ago but i was just so scared like especially being in the albanian community everyone i has remember you were say. yeah i was doing this i was doing this hard and you get so scared i mean it's scary even now because now i'm older and i'm like do i really want to be 27 and listening to what people have to say about me on the internet no but i think that my message is important and my journey is important just like anyone else's else's is and that's why like I love this little community that you're forming I think it's so important because we don't we don't have this I didn't have this growing up I wish I did so if I were to talk to my younger self I'd just say like do this because in a few years a lot of people will be thanking you and you'll be thanking yourself because yes. really the health, like there is nothing more important than your health literally nothing like every, even during these times right now, everyone's begging to be healthy, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's really important. And yeah, just don't listen to anybody because everyone's always going to have something to say always,
1: no matter what.
0: I think this is huge and this
1: is huge everywhere, but I think there's such a prevalence of this in our culture of like mm-hmm. caring so much what other people think, like your reputation, it's modded, don't do that. Watch what yeah, you say. Yeah, we've been trained since happened. we were young. Yeah, since we were kids to be like, oh, make sure that you're not doing something that's gonna get, you know, that's gonna be embarrassing. So, but that's, you overcame that. You just like squashed that shit because yeah. I mean, you realized honestly, that. Honestly,
0: I used to be that person who was like, they'd be like, you're never going to find a man because you're too loud, because you talk too much, because you're outspoken, you don't know how to shut up. And I'm like, well, now I really don't know how to shut up because your girl's on YouTube and Instagram and I'm talking all damn day. I know, I wish people, probably still people were like, I wish you just shut up, but it's no, just not it's in hilarious. me and it never was. But yeah, I just, I wish, I wish if I could go back even five years and be like, don't listen to anybody, do whatever you want. I mean, I've seen it firsthand. I try to be as healthy and be as positive as possible. And I've had people get mad at me for doing just that. People are like, oh, not everyone wants to eat healthy. And I'm like, so you're mad at me for that? Like, then don't. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, like, because my health offends you? If there's anything
1: I've learned in life, it's that other people's reactions, especially the negative ones, like, it's about them, not about you. like yeah if you come at me for something it's about you more than it's about me
0: also people don't realize i literally was there like i was there i literally never put two and two together about my health or anything like i never thought half the things that were affecting me or were affecting me i thought the birth control pill was the pill that cured all you know i was that person i i I drank the juice and i was like "Mm, this Mm. is great i feel amazing and I didn't until I really woke up. So I was on that side and I'm still on that side, you know, I'm still on that side where I'm going to be skeptical of everything. I'm not going to just, Oh yeah, that, that looks great. I'm going to shove this up my butt and hope it works. Like I'm always going to check to see if that thing works for me. And I I tell whoever looks like, looks to me for a Same thing. Like, see you.
1: Oh, I'm gonna do it everything that Illy's doing and I'll be healthy too and I'll look
0: like her I feel like her yeah it's like
1: you're you're doing tell people to I'm like you. don't do
0: what I do do what you want to do
1: yeah yeah and that takes really understanding and listening to your body
0: That's it. I always just tell people <laughs> listen to yourselves, listen to your body and it just it's frustrating because when I was at my weakest the last thing I wanted to hear was change your diet, change your diet, change your diet. But now looking back, I'm like, holy crap, that's what I'm Same. Literally same. Solved most so- of my problems, legit. And it's just, and, I, and changing my mind, not only my mind, but my relationship with food. Like I literally oh had God. to be that, that skinny girl that ate a whole pizza to herself because I thought that was like a personality trait. You know, like how embarrassing. Yeah, like that thing. Like, I can eat a whole salad like that
1: saying when like I've heard people say like I'd rather have a girl who will eat a, a a whopper with me than a salad and I'm like and that was like cool yeah and we
0: glorify me. this stuff
1: yeah yeah
0: that's a um, whole other topic we literally glorify skinny girls and skinny but, people to be like oh wow that's so hot she could eat four Wendy's burgers like yeah and probably have heart disease by 50 yeah
1: yeah what like, like how is was that now we're prioritizing the internal it's not like all this like external views i just hope that whole
0: narrative changes because it's so not about being there's people that i know that are skinny and are disgustingly unhealthy yeah Mm -hmm. that was me you know that's all about priority yeah it's all about just changing your relationship with food and not looking at food as like oh my god i need that like you don't need 17
1: fries, by the way. All right, thank you. We have 12 seconds. So I just want to say thank you. That was amazing. So much information, and we could even do like a part two with how much you talked about. Thank you so much.